0: This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station.
1: Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company? Locations in South Bend and Warsaw, R&B Car Company are your used car experts. So just to alleviate any confusion, first story we talked about, Clifton French is at realnewsmichiana.com right now. Uh, the second story will drop uh, tomorrow at 5 p.m., okay? So you have to get more details, and he's going to have uh, more details on it. Obviously, don't want to do all of it on the radio show. wants people to go and actually read the article on his website tomorrow. Okay, it is open lines. You can call about anything you want, 574-25-95-953. That is the Glass Doctor of Elkhart in St. Joseph County phone line, 574-25-95-953. 953 right, to the phones we go. Tim. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello. Hi there. Hey, how are you? I'm well. How are you?
0: Well, I'm standing up. Nobody's throwing dirt in my face, so I guess I'm doing good.
1: Okay. What's on your mind?
0: Well, here's what's on my mind. I just listened to Clifton French's uh, story there. I can tell you I was a very pertinent part of that and still am. Uh, You know, I was a police officer for 45 years. I handled sex offenses for about two and a half years. This oh, is this is Tim most...
1: Corbett, Tim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know it was you. How are you doing? Okay, yes, go good, ahead. Good. Well, anyway. We need a proper this, introduction. Yep, this
0: is one of the most egregious things that I've ever been involved in. I've never even heard of something like this until this happened. I can tell you uh, with the utmost confidence, um, this is not only immoral, it's amoral. You could not be at a more vulnerable state unless you were a baby to be laying there deceased. Both these people that I saw, um, one was a, a Hispanic person. The other one was a female black. Both had white cuts in them, meaning they had a, a post, an autopsy. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, uh, there was no doubt about what was exposed. I don't know how, even in your wildest dreams, that you think it would be proper to take pictures like that number one, your dead grandma, your dead uncle, brother, whatever, as a punchline to a female on the fourth floor of voters' registration, where you, Casey, any of your viewers could have walked in with your children and there's a picture of that. I, yeah. you know, uh, offended. Um, it's, it it goes beyond common sense. There has to be a front row seat in hell for you wearing a gasoline overcoat, doing this to somebody. Um, it's unbelievable. I've seen the pictures. I retained the pictures. I know people that have seen the pictures. I've got confessions and statements that people took the pictures and where they were, they were done at. This isn't somebody picking on a local activist. This is a situation that he has created that's been perpetuated by other people, and much like a lot of things Clifton's talked about, you know that sh that dirty little secret we don't talk about. let's just sweep it right. under the carpet. Um, I, I, you know, for with his- your law
1: enforcement experience though, and again we're talking with Tim Corbett, you know formerly of of South Bend Police department um, with your with your law enforcement experience and everything that you've known being involved in this this case. What is the logical, well, there's a logical reason here, but what is the explanation that has been floated as to why this individual is taking these pictures of of dead bodies? What What is the reasoning that they're using to justify this?
0: Well, this is the guy that goes out to, to murder scenes, shooting scenes, and he wants to show up and uh, he wants to be the bride at every wedding and the corpse at every funeral. He wants to show up and say, you know, don't trust the police. Don't trust the prosecutor's office. We can do this. He gets you at your most vulnerable. He has you sign a piece of paper. I don't have one of the contracts because um, some of the people were not given copies of the contracts. And he wants to help you. or That's what he claims. And according to him, he goes to the funeral home. I don't even know what a funeral home is. I assume it's funeral. And he takes what he calls autopsy pictures. I don't know what an autopsy is. I know what an autopsy is. So his verbiage is not even close to what the real words are, and he's, he's scamming. That's what it is. It's, uh, it's a smoke and mirror show, and he's doing it under the guise of, I've caught you at your weakest point, and I'm going uh, to do this.
1: Now, so he's like an ambulance chaser, but for activism
0: activism did you say or
1: well he's or, like an ambulance chaser but for air quote activism like he's preying on people right as something horrific happens i'm going to cover oh, everything the police are going to lie to you i will document everything for you but then he's just kind of doing whatever he's doing with these pictures
2: well
0: i would say more like anarchist as opposed okay. to activist um okay that's Look, this, this is your grandma laying on a slab at her most vulnerable that has had an autopsy done to her. And you have the audacity to roll a sheet down to where your grandma's uh, right. upper portion, without, I'll choose my words, are is exposed, and then you're going to show that? How, how do you well, even come up with that?
1: Oh, and this is the thing, too, Tim, because he's he's obviously saying that he's doing this on behalf of the victims' families, but he's been caught showing them to people that are not involved in the case. Correct. That's kind of what Clifton French was was alleging.
0: There's no alleging. That's a fact. That's you know, that's like Jeffrey Dahmer saying, I'm going to cook a roast for the for the family here. It doesn't add up. He can't mm. he can't even say the words properly. How is he going to do anything to help you. And then you do and what,
2: this.
1: And what are your thoughts about, because I've seen some of the doxing of Clifton French on this guy's page. What are your thoughts about that happening? Because he's writing a story, obviously, about a friend of his. Uh, now, of course, he's the subject of a story from Clifton French. Kind of weird how Clifton French keeps finding these people in the same circles, in the same building, in the same atmosphere. Um, and then he puts out Clifton French's personal information on the internet in order to dox him.
0: Well, it's it's typical intimidation. It's typical. I'm going to scare you into this. Next thing will be a march. The next thing will be you know the usual the usual rhetoric. But I really do. I have enough respect for the black community that when they find out that this is someone's black grandma, this is not going to go well for the funeral home. This is not going to go well for for uh, Malone. And I'm not advocating violence. I'm not saying anything like that. But I'm saying that's not going to be accepted in any culture, in any lifestyle with anybody with the least bit of, of decency that can't go on. And those, I saw the pictures. I I have the pictures and I have two of them, but that doesn't mean there's not three, four, 165. I don't know. And i still to this day do not know who this lady is. So if it's, if somebody, uh, if somebody's, grandma had an autopsy and they would like to see the photo so they could identify it and go after these people civilly or whatever they want to do that's entirely up to them i certainly have the decorum to do that i would not let anybody see anything that's disrespectful you would see a face and that is it i am i got to tell you and i have to i'm biting my tongue and i have to watch my language but I can to tell. say i'm upset about this uh, that doesn't even begin to describe What I think of people that do stuff like this, it's well,
1: I mean, for for, for one, it's always good to hear from you, but also to have you call in with somebody with your reputation in the community and with law enforcement, providing some credibility to what Clifton French is going to be dropping over the weekend in this new article. uh, I think that's going to help a lot of people come to the realization that the reporting on this is credible and that this is a real issue affecting Michiana and so I appreciate you doing that. Is there anything else about this story that, that we should know, be on the lookout for, or should we just wait and read Clifton's article over the weekend?
0: Uh, you know, look, I'm not trying to drum up business for myself or anything like that. All I'm saying is if somebody wants to call me, they can look me up, I'll talk to them, I'll help them with whatever they need. Um, I'm doing everything on this, the investigation, everything for free, because it is so wrong that I would feel like I was stealing from somebody's family if I took money for this. I um
1: and again I can I, tell you know, you're I'm upset here. But, yeah, I uh, can tell uh, you're upset. We you yeah, and I have talked I, several I, times. I can tell you're upset. Oh. So,
0: yeah, uh, upset. that's uh yeah, that's minimal. Um but if anybody needs me like I said, I'm not looking for fame or fortune. There's no Policeman Hall of Fame. I just want to do the right stuff, and I'm sure there's people they are going to get on the Internet and go, what about the tapes and what about that? You know what? Mm-hmm. Do whatever you got to do. Don't care. I'm going to do the right thing, whether you like me or not. And if somebody out there that's listening to this has a grandma, um, I can tell you the lady looked like she was probably in her 60s, dark-skinned, and had an uh, autopsy performed on her. And... I'll help you. So here I am. I'm gonna go put a piece of cloth on my lip because it's bleeding because I'm biting it. Uh, I want to say a lot of things, and you probably don't have one of those bleep machines available for my language. It's, so.
1: oh, I'm doing it from home. It's gonna be tough on my producer. So, Tim, <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much. If there's anything that develops in this, I hope that you'll you'll reach out and that Clifton will reach out and we'll continue to update the audience on this. But thank you for calling. You're welcome. All right. Appreciate that. That is uh, Tim Corbett, formerly the South Bend Police Department. We've got more coming up. Open lines. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in today and participating. I know it's been a particularly heavy past hour or so, but it is open lines so feel free to give us a call. Again, the Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone line is 574-2595-953. That is 2595953. And you can also hit us up on the live streams. We're on trovo.live slash Casey, the host. And we're also on the, uh, the old Live. If you're on DLive, even if you prefer watching on Live, you can head over to Trovo and hit the follow button on Trovo. That helps us advance to the different tiers, which, of course, gets us different perks and things like that for the audience. I would appreciate it. Okay. Again, open lines, 574 ninety five ninety five three. Tom, welcome to the program. Good afternoon.
3: See you again. Uh,
1: I wanted hey, to bring up, this up. Uh,
0: we had a ice storm about the 6th of January, and a bunch of limbs came down. And the way I understood it, the county said, Drag the limbs out by the road, and somebody would come by and take care of that. Well, it's been two months now, and I don't see anything going on. So I, you know,
3: it's like picking up the leaves where it seems to not get done.
1: <laughs> you didn't actually think somebody was going to come by and pick those things up, did you?
3: Well, uh, being an old fool, I kind of had my hopes <laughs> up. But, what uh, county?
1: St. Joe County, Claytown. St. St. Joe St. So we had that for a while in Elkhart. I was told a uh, person I bought the house from, he's like, yeah, yeah, if you, anything comes down, just take them out to the side of the road, just put them on the side of the road. And eventually they'll come by and they'll just pick them up. So we did that. They were out there and out there and out there and out there and out there. I finally just said, all right, forget it. So we just got rid of them. I, I got a buddy, got a trailer. We, we took them. We, we got rid of them. And I kid you not, man, it was the next week. They came through and they took everybody's tree limbs and branches off of the side of the road. And then they did it once a week after that. But that was in Elkhart County. So I don't know about St. Joseph County, but that maybe the program just hasn't started yet since the the weather is still officially not spring. So maybe you just have to leave it out there for a little bit longer.
0: Yeah, we've only had about one decent snow.
3: It looks like they could have worked something
1: yep. into the program. but No, come on. Are you kidding me? They haven't even fixed all the roads and the potholes, and they had an entire year to do it where nobody was using the streets. Right. <laughs> like, like, I was a friend of mine in Las Vegas. I know it's Las Vegas and not here, but we've seen it here. A friend of mine in Las Vegas, they they just stopped doing the construction on the Strip, and when there's construction on the Strip, like it screws up the entire city. They stopped doing it at the beginning of the pandemic, and they didn't finish it. So now that things are reopening, all of those construction and those lane restrictions, they're all still there. Holes in the road and all of that. So its it was one of those things where you know, we were kind of joking about it just at the beginning of all of this. Like, well, if nothing else, you can get all the road work done now and it wouldn't be a problem, won't bother anybody. But no, they just chose to stay home. It's, you know, it's what can you do? Well, yeah, eventually they'll get out there or... Um, you know, the, the next snow will come and they'll just get buried and you'll have to wait another year yeah. and who knows. I hauled mine in and burned them in the
0: woods, Joel, so I Did don't you? need to worry about it. But I had a saying that if, if
3: nothing's going to be done, they'll be the ones not to do it. So I think well, yeah, they that.
1: Dude, it's hit or miss in St. Joseph County, man. It's, yeah, you know, yeah. there's some, there's some good people in, in government there, but there's some people who just, I think some of them are, are well-meaning. They just don't pay attention. I think their daily lives just overtake what they're doing and, and government work is a secondary thing. And then of course you've got the, um, you know, the actual employees of the government and they're just waiting for their leaders to tell them to do something, you know? Right. And if they don't tell them to do it, then they won't do it. So I, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. At least you got it taken care of though. <laughs> yeah
3: my
0: part
1: of it anyway <laughs> yeah your your part exactly i, I will right, watch, Tom.
3: hopefully
1: <laughs> there you go always good to talk to you bud you take care okay bye all right bye oh man long time listener man tom's a crack up he's he's great that's that's the thing you never know when they're gonna come that's the thing yeah drag them out some eventually somebody will get out there and and we'll see what happens hey i want to tell you this is another vaccine thing now this really doesn't this really doesn't affect us locally okay so this isn't involving the American vaccines and stuff like that. But we've kind of told you that there is this massive fake vaccine market globally. And China is the, the biggest purveyor of it. So China sent their vaccines to a bunch of places. And China was doing this in exchange, at least early on. I don't know if they're still doing it, but early on, they were doing the vaccine thing where they were saying, hey, we're China, where the virus came from. Uh, But don't say that out loud because it's racist. But we have developed a vaccine for the virus that we created in our lab. Excuse me, that escaped our wet markets. And we would like to give you the vaccine. But in exchange for us giving you the vaccine, you have to let us set up and control your 5G networks. Right? So there was a part of me that was watching this story way back in the summer and going, what if china created this virus in order to sell the antidote and spread their 5g network you've heard me talk about the 5g network and how important it is uh for the the military infrastructure of china and what has happened is there's a ton of these fake vaccines that are floating all over the world and in fact there are some leaders in africa who have said We're not going to use these things, and the tip-off was not for sale or use in in the U.S., Canada, or E.U., and that's how they knew that they were counterfeit fake vaccines that don't actually do anything. So the real question is, are they selling snake oil, or is there something more sinister afoot? We don't know the answer to that yet. More coming up, Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, we are live streaming on trovo.live slash Casey, the host. Trovo, T-R-O-V-O dot live slash Casey, the host. Also, the Glass Doctor of Elkhart and St. Joseph County phone line to join us for open lines is 574-2595-953. That is two five nine five nine five three give us a call now talk about anything that you want whether it's something that we have discussed or not to the phone lines we go we have dave welcome to the program hey casey yeah what's up
3: hey hey thanks for taking my call hey um i just want to respond to that guy that was um they had a little complaint about the tree branches not getting picked up yeah uh you know, I, I, I actually am an employee for the highway department, and it's a shame that these days that so many people are I, – I, first I want to say is there's nothing I'm going to be able to explain or say that this guy is going to, going to accept for an answer. But um, um, I'm one of those guys that's out there every day with this department, and we have been out every day um, except for when it was snowing and when we were doing uh, snow cleanup, picking mm-hmm. up these tree branches that were – frozen to the ground and, and dragging them out into the road. And, uh, tr- he, he rest, rest assured he can trust that we are out there picking this stuff up. And if he doesn't believe me, have him drive by the Granger district garage at Cleveland road, just East of fur and look at the mile high pile of pine tree branches that are stacked out there. And then maybe he'll, uh, maybe he'll kind of get a clue. We're out no, there. Is there... He's got to understand. He's got to understand too. The guys that are out there that are picking up those storm debris are the same ones that are trying to get the potholes patched and everything else getting taken care of. Same, same, so, same uh, crews doing just, that. Okay. Yeah. So, is, uh, is
1: there a way for him to speed up the process or is this all uh, done by like, territories?
3: This is, you know, we're following, we're basically following a list. Uh, the people call in, they get on a list and we just uh, systematically follow the list and, um, okay eventually we'll get to you um some people apparently just don't have enough patience but we're getting there but there is a okay. lot of debris out there and uh it's it's uh, like i said if you could see the piles that we've piled up over at the over at the highway garage on cleveland road you'd understand he would understand okay um, fair enough so if he hasn't 90... called
1: he should probably call and, and get on a list because if he's not on one then it's just like whenever they're in the area right
3: correct they put that out okay. two months ago when to, for everybody to call in, get on a list, and uh, crews will be around to pick up the debris. Um, if okay. he didn't get that message, I'm sorry he wasn't informed. Uh, most people were um, So, um, But in the future, you know, if he's got – just my, my uh, suggestion is if he's got a problem, he needs to call downtown, talk to his elected officials. But the guys are out there, the guys that are working – uh, you know, the, the lower lower guys on the totem pole here, we're out there. We're picking this stuff up, and we're stretched thin as it is. Uh, we right. just ask for a little patience. You know, we're doing the best we can with what we got. I,
1: I hear you. I, I appreciate you calling and letting everybody know. Thank you so much. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks. All right, take care. All right. 574-2595-953. That is 2595953. Five, Bambi, welcome to the program.
2: Yes, it's me again, and I'm going to be calling as long as there's something new coming up and our Guard members aren't back. Um, Michigan Guard are the only ones who've gotten sick so far, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, all of our Guard members, including Indiana's, are going through the same crappy treatment. I'd like to know what it's going to take, and I'm sorry, to get upset because my son's in this, and this is not how Americans treat their troops. Especially on guard. This is ridiculous.
1: I don't know if it's you different. heard during I don't know if you heard during the news break, but Congressman Jim Banks, I'm gonna try and have him but on he, here soon. He, he's finally calling he for them to be anything, brought home.
2: He didn't say anything about how they're being treated. And this has got to go out. They're being fed spoiled food, undercooked food. This is ridiculous for America.
1: Now, is this coming this, from restaurants or caterers? Is it being brought in? How is how's the food being distributed to the troops out there?
2: I, I don't know that information, okay. but from what I understand, there are contracts for this food. I don't know if it's restaurants or um, how it's being done, but okay. somebody's paying for this, and it doesn't matter how it's being done. Somebody's got to look into this. This has got to be taken care of. If you... And they're going to be there for two more months. If well, they've Governor made the request, does yeah. Not bring them home. Yeah,
1: I mean, they've made that request. i
2: that they're going to be there for two more months at least. This is ridiculous. How we're
1: treating so our treatment. So Holcomb has already Holcomb has already agreed to the two month extension that that Pelosi's requested. Yes. Okay.
2: Well, I don't know that yet. He has. He has, okay. will not make any statements. He will not. So here's, not here's what statements. I'm
1: gonna here's what I'm gonna do for you, Bambi. I'm gonna reach out to Congressman Banks' office and Congresswoman Walorski's office. And I'm going to ask them about this. I've been wanting to have Jim Banks on the show for a long time now, and they've tried to get on, and we just haven't been able to link up. So it's not like anybody's ducking anybody. Um, with walorski obviously I know Jackie, so I'll do my best to get her on because this is something that has to be dealt with. I think we've got enough, enough. Um, I'm just going to call them false flag allegations here where there's going to be some major insurrection that happens that ends up not being true and bogus, and now they're trying to say, no, no. They're really going to do it on the 20th of March. It wasn't the fourth hour bad. So it's just one of these things where it's becoming pretty clear that they're being kept there because people understand that Biden is, is probably not fully in control of his faculties. And that obviously well, causes a this, risk. So this, this,
2: Well, the other thing is when there was a real threat, Pelosi said, no, we don't, we, we aren't want, we don't want them here. Okay? Correct. This is what's, so there's, yes. there's no logical reason for Holcomb to have them still there. And then to be treated like garbage is not acceptable.
1: Well, I mean, Holcomb's protecting his president. And, yeah, that and, he supports. and
2: I've, also, I've also contacted Walersky and haven't heard back. I've contacted our local, okay. or my state representative and senator and have heard nothing. I've heard nothing from Braun or Young. Nobody responds. And, and Holcomb's office just tells me they volunteered and um, uh, he doesn't have a statement. That's all I get okay. from
1: them. All right, I'll do what I can dig up next week. Okay, I'd
2: appreciate it. Thank you.
1: All right, I appreciate it. Thank you much. All right, ladies and gentlemen, got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon thank you for tuning in to talk 95 3 Michiana's news channel i am your host casey hendrickson so uh listeners sent this to me i missed it i appreciate uh you guys sending this stuff to me uh in regards to bambi's call and she's called several weeks in a row obviously her son's uh, deployed in dc uh, military.com this is from yesterday national guard will stick with its current food contractor after calls from more than a dozen lawmakers to sever ties following reports of undercooked food laced with metal shavings and worms being fed to the troops defending the U.S. Capitol. It's completely unacceptable that our men and women serving in Washington, D.C. are being hospitalized due to the food that they're being provided. That's a letter from 14 House members to the National Guard Chief General uh, Daniel Hokanson. Uh, let see. To feed the thousands of troops in the D.C. mission, the Guard awarded an $11.5 million contract to Sardi's Catering, In College Park, Maryland, okay, Sardi's Catering, S-A-R-D-I, there's now 5,200 guardsmen in D.C. versus the 26,000 that were there at the peak. The guard is going to continue with the contract with Sardi's Catering, even after all of this. ABC7 in Detroit first reported that nearly 75 meals were thrown out Sunday after metal shavings were found. Other meals were undercooked. That's the raw chicken that you all saw, which is obviously very dangerous, uh, making service members sick. Some posts on social media showed live worms in the food. A staff sergeant informed ABC that the troops were told not to eat the food for two days and were given MREs instead. Uh, Representative Chris Smith, Republican of New Jersey, asked House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to investigate the matter. We told you about that inquiry actually being initiated. In a letter sent to her on Wednesday, he wrote some troops have even reported vomiting in the Senate parking lot. Furthermore, the provision of this food, whether intentional or not, warrants a thorough investigation. And here's, here's the thing though, undercooked chicken happens, right? So you've got undercooked chicken, there's some reports of some feathers, I think some people were talking about, okay, that happens with birds sometimes, all right? So let's look at this logically. Remember, you gotta take a step back Right? I always tell you to do that. Take a step back. Look at things logically. Take a deep breath. Undercooked chicken happens. Sometime in a rush when you're serving a lot of people, you undercook the food. right? That happens. Is it acceptable? No, of course not. But it could be a simple error if you undercook the food. However, maggots and metal shavings. Maggots and metal shavings. Now, with the maggot situation... You've got spoiled food, and I don't know how many of you have been around spoiled chicken or spoiled meat. That actually develops maggots. You know it is before you cook it, which means it was intentional, right? Where does the metal shavings come from? What happened there? So this is, you have, you know, a a plausible case that it was a simple accident if you just had 75 meals of undercooked chicken. The problem is you're running into metal shavings and maggots, and that becomes almost impossible in the United States under the health standards that we have in our restaurant industry to run into on a, on a, on a major scale. That's just one of those things where you either have a company like Sardi's Catering who would be completely unworthy of the contract because they are a health walking health code violation, Or there is some malicious intent behind what is being done to the chicken by employees or the company itself. And without getting to the bottom of it, uh, we're going to always, you know, whoever's guilty, first of all, is not going to be caught if we don't, you know, actually try to get to the bottom of this. But at the very least, like Sardi's catering should be out there going, hey, we've gone through every single person who prepared those meals. And, you know, so-and-so has been fired, so-and-so has been reprimanded, whatever. And they're not even trying to do that. So they're going to keep the contractor that served this food to our people in Washington, D.C. They're going to keep that contract while, of course, asking for them to be extended out. Now, uh, I think that when we get to the fall or through March, right through March, I think it's what's what is it uh, like four hundred million dollars or something like that? Maybe a little bit more. Uh, It's almost half a billion dollars that it costs to keep the troops there, like, I think through the end of March. And then after that, the costs obviously go up. And they're trying to get them there for uh, the next two months and stuff like that. So, I mean, kudos to Congressman Banks for finally just saying, all right, it's time to bring them home. First of all, all of the so-called threats that were issued as to why, a reason why they needed to be there, every single one of them was manufactured and not real. Every one of them and we knew that from the very beginning leading up to those events we highlighted how those things were fake they weren't credible threats at all in any way shape or form even the government's own assessment of the the so-called inauguration threat wasn't real the government's own assessment said there was no credible threat in any category that was discovered and then of course you got this latest one with the uh, the fake q conspiracy and then now they're just moving the q conspiracy to the 20th because it didn't happen on the fourth like they wanted and again Look for those Craigslist ads. Anybody who's watching Craigslist in the Washington, D.C. area, watch for those ads for crisis actors and keep an eye. They show up almost every time something like this happens. Almost every time something like this happens, there's always an ad in in Craigslist for protesters and stuff. More coming up, 95.3 MNC.